we're back. Oh, this is a little nicer. What do you think? Right? Like just a little. <laughs> yeah. Cool. You know, like do I it. said, you're my second official. And now I realize I can't do it on the Google for, or I'm sorry, on the Chrome. It's not pretty. Dang it, okay. Chrome. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, whatever. Know, we're going to make what? this work. We're going to rock it out anyway. We are. We are. <laughs> and then, so like we were saying, because, oh my gosh, it's been you and I five years because you yeah. were on my older podcast that was audio That's right. called The Mana Show. Mm-hmm. And since then, we haven't seen each other. I haven't seen a lot of people because of this pandemic. I've basically stayed indoors mm-hmm. as much as I could the last six months. How about you? Oh, same. Uh, I, you know, I'm afraid of people as much as it is like, no offense, you guys, but a lot of you are germ carriers anyhow, <laughs> but, and I'm kind of a homebody. So it's, it's just been staying at home, taking care of my people, loving on my germ pod, enjoying all of my indoor cats that are supposed to be mine. And then the outdoor cats that nobody owns. So they're all mine now too. And, you know, taking care of business loving on everything and uh, setting up shelter fest. Yes. Oh my gosh. That is the most amazing thing. And it's, it's interesting that I remember seeing you first share about that. And before Mm -hmm. you shared about that, I thought to myself, what are we doing to help out our scene? Because it's going to take us obviously, because we're seeing doors close for all of our local venues because they can't stay open. They can't afford to stay open because they were predominantly music And so Mm -hmm. they couldn't stay open. And I thought, well, why aren't we doing fundraisers? Why aren't we doing GoFundMes? Why aren't we? And then, bam, I see a link for ShelterFest. And I thought, that's it? Yeah. Um, No, sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. um, Well, one of the things that had happened kind of earlier in, uh, I want to say earlier during quarantine. So right around April um, and even March, uh, I had been contacted and talking with folks at Arden Fair, and they had done something, the In Your Living Room series, which we were going to be there live and in person, um, to just continue that. And what we did, um, and a lot of the artists did this who performed for this limited series, we were able to, to get kind of tips because it was a free show, um, and take those and you know, keep a little for ourselves to help with bills. And then also, um, I donated to... Um, for me, it was Cafe Colonial. It was the spot that um, we were supposed to have a show at the end of March, and we'd been really looking forward to it. Um, oh. Yeah. So, and then that having to, you know, just we were we had to be safe and follow the the mandate, yeah. and also just I'm I will catch anything. I will catch any cold you have. I will really get. so stay well immunocompromised. Oh. So, um, but. I, I work at Burley Beverages with Gabe Aiello, who's also in um, Drop Dead Red. And he had said, you know, I've been talking about this with a few um, local venues. And the closing of Shine really kind of got, got to that point where he said, you know what? We have to do something now. We can't wait. Let's come up with Shelter Fest. And we tried to contact as many venues as possible. We decided to work with the, the, the ones that got back the fastest. And... Um, in, in light of Shine closing its doors, and now I don't know if you know this, but Press Club closing its doors, they're going to be reopening yes. where Barfly is, hopefully with the same stage and, and the same vibe and everything, because I don't know about you, I need DJ Larry in my life. So, so it's just having this go on, we've got um, amazing live performers. Uh, the, the way that we're doing this is we're recording on the stages. Some people are recording from home. Um, in order to do this safely, we cannot do it as a live show to bring you the best quality of music. We can't do it a li- as a live show. Um, 
And to really get this out the way we need it to be, we are going to be producing this in such an exciting way with these little amazing tidbits to celebrate everything about California, bring love and attention to these stages that desperately need it, as well as showcase the voices of those of us who've missed playing and miss seeing our friends and also adore these stages and we can't lose them. We also want to bring attention toward um, our unhome folks in the community. So we are oh, really wonderful. spreading awareness for, yeah, sex safe space is an amazing one, especially for unhomed youth. Um, uh, we recent, you know, we, we work with everybody we can get our hands on. You know, if you, you want have to, it's a community yeah, effort. You want to exactly. If you want to better the community, if you want to be, if you want to give love to Sacramento, if you want to better what we have, we have to do this together. And what's really exciting is oh, I've seen a lot of other venues are doing this too. Um, oh, hi Ben. Um, I know that there are some folks. Um, I know that Harlow's is doing something really fantastic as well. Um, there's there's so many there's so many local things we really need to put our focus and our attention into and really help this survive. And with Shelterfest, we're not just bringing you music, comedy, and poetry, as well as DJ sets, local art, and more. We're going to be bringing you mocktails and food. You're going to be able to order what? meals and dessert. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. When you go to the Shelterfest page, it is a doozy. It's phenomenal. Um, Artists of Sacramento really got behind this. And... Um, Co like they decided to put this together with the Burley Backyard Barbecue team. And we've got this amazing website. It's www.shelterfest2020.com. And there is a food menu. You can order it everything soon. Tickets are 20. And that's for a five-hour show. And the money goes directly to these venues. If we get over a certain amount, the artists will make two. We'll have our little Venmo tags for tips. There's there's going to be a merch store. They're actually, we're putting it together right now. It's, oh, it's so phenomenal. It's so well organized. You're like I'm, I'm everything. blown away. I'm, I know. I'm trying to tell you everything at once. You're no, but you're so no, no, not that. I think it's great. Yeah, I can tell that your excitement, but you're just you've thought of everything. You, you and your team, you've thought of everything. Oh, I'm putting it more on the team. I definitely was like rah rah, sis boom ba. I love you guys. Let's do it. <laughs> um, because I can barely work a cell phone, as evidenced by all the cracks in it. So um, you know, they they took care of all the technical aspect. I maybe it was like idea, idea. You know, so as long as I can help a little bit. <laughs> you're like all right kind of kind of kind of and those yeah. of you listening jump in the chat you guys can talk with us you can ask yeah questions. any questions you can, you can yeah. make us feel better about ourselves because we don't we miss you all we oh we see do anybody. so okay, so then, and wait what was that <laughs> oh i i see sorry i see my germ pod um folks that we know oh, properly quarantined. yep and i think it's it's actually important that people know and trust their germ pod and also know that that uh, we're putting our faith and our stock in you to stay safe so that we can be not only around each other, but also have a little bit of connection during this time. Cause otherwise it is so deeply lonely and it is very you know, deeply lonely. Yeah. We need, we need each other. We need people, you know, and it's like, I thought I would be okay with it in the beginning. I was because I, you know, you, a lot of people hadn't heard from me in about two years. Cause I kind of shut down like life was just kind of crazy. And I just did so much that kept me from being out and about. And then, so when this happened, mm -hmm. I thought, oh, I can do this. And maybe the first two months I was like, yeah, but then after a while I realized I just missed like smiling face to face with people and I miss hugging and yeah. I miss fighting and laughing together. That energy exchange of just laughing together. Yeah. Like, oh, it's amazing I miss how you high don't realize that you miss all that. <laughs> you miss right. high-fiving? Oh, man. I, I love <laughs> high-fiving. Um, in fact, I, I tried to not shake my doctor's hand recently and tried to high-five, and they were still like, hand-to-hand, -hand, Carly, 
it doesn't work like that. But you know, I was trying. Okay. I was trying like, for my interaction. I just want you so, to tell me I'm human. <laughs> so okay, with the shelter fest, because now again, it's benefiting. You said not only, um, and it's a, it's some sp- specific uh, shelters, or I'm sorry, um, venues. Right. Yeah. So the the venues that we're working with um, uh, for this current shelter fest, because hopefully there will be more, um, we're working with Cat Colonial, Old Ironsides, Torch Club, the Press Club, which again will be relocating, and Lunas as well, um, because Lunas has been a wonderful home for um, for for poetry, for music, for all kinds of art. And oh, right here you can see the amazing lineup. Oh, I'm yes, I'm really amped about this. And this amazing so artist by Vinny Guterra. Yeah. So those so who Vinny, you know, uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. We're both no, so excited. Yeah, Vinny of uh, Vinny Guterra, Vinny Guterra and the Dead Birds did the uh, amazing artwork for the specific poster. And as you can see, we have all of the artists listed. Um, the food for delivery again. Oh, right here down at the bottom, these are a lot of the people who are working with us. So yeah, we have vegan, all, all yeah, these wonderful people. You've got Good Vibes <laughs> Vegan Cafe, yes. love them. Burley mm-hmm. Beverages, because you know I've been vegan two years now. Yes, I'm know? excited to have. Oh, okay. actually, I, I've been following. I've been following. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I decided to go. <laughs> I'm excited for you. I think that's. I wonderful. was like, I don't do anything. There, what's one more thing I shouldn't do? Oh, that's right, eat meat and dairy. So I'm like, cool. Yeah. Now I'm a pu- total purist. I just cuss. So it's, <laughs> we've got the Good Vibes Vegan Cafe and Herbs. We've got Burley Beverages, mm-hmm. Artists of Sacramento, Devil May Care. It looks like an ice cream, oh. ice cream and frozen treats. Momo's yes, Meat so Market, Conscious <laughs> Creamery, another yes. vegan. I love their ice cream. Mary's Alchemy, mm-hmm. uh, Trophy Club, Seasons Coffee, and then Good Bottle and the K. And Casey Kombucha. The Kombucha, yes. there it is. Oh, yeah. So you got all them. And look at this lineup. Let's read this out loud for those because, as you know, this is a video, but later it goes to audio. We've got the Shelter Fest. It is October 20th. Oh, sorry. October 10th next mm-hmm. month. It's like in about a month from now. From 5 to 10 yeah. p.m. And it's it's going to be an online thing, of course, you know, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so you've got Phil Harmonic, the Gold Souls. Um, okay, wait, how do you pronounce? How does he That's Jamesy. James Cavern actually So, so it is Jamesy. James. Well, because yeah. I took out half the vowels. Okay, so Jamesy, <laughs> your band, Drop Dead Red, Mallard, Vinny, you mentioned Vinny Guderra and the Dead uh-huh, Birds. Uh, the said Dead the Bird. Shotgun, Autumn Sky, DJ, Lady Grey, Flower Vato, Sean Slaughter, Hopkins, Fun, Johnny Taylor, Oh, wait, I'm going to mess that up. Is it? It's Ngayo. It's Ngayo Bilam. Okay. Thank you. Ngayo yeah. Bilam and Becky Lynn, Keith Lowell Jensen, keeping up with the Davidsons. And yes, Marvin. Zia. Zia and Jay Rowe. And then you've yeah. got comedy, you've got poetry, food's being delivered. This oh, yeah. is amazing. I'm really impressed. I'm, I'm impressed. Sacramento with just be coming through. Kind of. Right. And this isn't going to be the first time we want to keep this up. We want to have this uh, continue to happen. We really want to showcase a lot of what Sacramento has in terms of these are a lot of different acts. This is no way just a rock show or a poetry show or a comedy show. It's Mm -hmm. a nice mix. It's going to show it's going to showcase a little bit of everything that Sacramento has to offer, it sounds like. And and we wish we could have not just stopped there. There is so much. If we had more time, like, oh, guys, let's do a two-day or an all-day. But, you know, it's it's an online festival. It's hard to keep people's entertainment for too long. But the way that this is being put together, the editing team at Artists of Sacramento, everybody at Burley and Artists of Sacramento at this point, I'm blown away by how talented they are. They can, they're, they're 
without using the gender type, they're jacks of all trades, uh, because I like jacks, J-A-X, as a non-gender conforming name. So there they're is. jacks of all trades, and in in the most incredible ways. You could just put a piano in front of one of them, they're composing, put a computer in front of the other, and there's a website, just give one a camera, and there's an award-winning film. I'm like, what can you guys not do? Just come over to my house and make me a better person. <laughs> if you, <laughs> you can fix that, everything. Can I order that to happen? Because that would be so Yeah. Nice. I mean, I'm sitting here going, oh, well, I've got some veggies that are going to go bad. I need to cook dinner tonight. Maybe I should call that team. They know how to make a website. They can cook dinner. <laughs> call the team. So then, okay, so... God, that's so we'll and we'll go back to that in a second. I wanted to come around sure. to you and find out how has it been going for you as an okay, number one, personally, whatever you feel comfortable sharing since the pandemic, and then also as an artist, because you were like on the verge of some really great things with your band the last time we talked. Yeah. And it sounds I, like a lot of it kind of came to a halt, which I've heard it, from it some did. people. Yep. And I think um a lot of us, especially those of us that are um with with trapped ed we're i don't want to say we're an older band um we have we have a band member that's still not even near his 30s yet so <laughs> we're not but the rest of us are close to 40 not beyond 40 and okay, okay. so we're, we're we're which is really stupid i think i might be kind of being ageist by saying this but i really want to recorrect it but we've a lot of us have been in the scene since we were like just breaking out so for me it was around 17 18 years old so at this okay. point you know doing the whole trying to work full time, trying to manage your body as it loves to slowly fall apart as we age and um, yes. doing other things on top of music. So, you know, not only did the pandemic hit, we were all working full time um, or close to full time and we were all saving up time and energy and finances to record a new album and to really start writing. We were planning on taking time away, like up in the woods in a cabin and just secluding ourselves and writing material. Um, and then kind of this all came crashing into all of our laps internationally, globally. And um, I think for a lot of folks, I know our household, we've been, um, I know we've been emotionally drained, but we've been really dedicated to staying toward the topics that need to be like, that are bigger than us, that keep us, yeah. you know, reminded, you know, hey, right now we are really passionate about Black Lives Matter. We're really passionate about science. We're really passionate about um, human rights and trans rights and equality across yeah. the board and like demolishing transphobia, Islamophobia, fatphobia, ageism. We want it all gone. And like all, um, all the things we want them gone. Yeah. We would like, we would like everybody to be happy and healthy and, and, and feel blessed to be where they are. Um, and that's unfortunately not how it feels right now. So no. we've really been I think a lot of us, and I'm, I'm not just speaking for my household and myself, um, I'm speaking for my group of friends that we're very close with each other. We're, we've been impassioned and we've been dedicated to learning and helping others. And I think that has kind of kept some of our heads on straight during this pandemic by not, I, I by not necessarily concentrating on our own, you know, just even though, yes, oh my gosh, I could sit here and go, I want to go play on the stage so bad. I miss going out, I miss camping, I miss bars, I miss everything. But that's small potatoes compared to so many other things that are happening right now. So having, having that in the back of our mind or even in the forefront of your mind where you, you, you are going to explore this passion that can be done from home, that can be done from the streets, that can be done safely, which is requiring and demanding change in our nation. That's really what's been kind of keeping us pretty focused and pretty busy. 
Absolutely. And I mean, clearly you and I are on the same page when it comes to all of that because. Oh, yeah. <sighs> At least we could speak for what's happening in Sacramento and it hasn't been great. Oh, my Has gosh. It? We we have gone round robin about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and correct. I mean, if you if it's been the same concept that you've come across like I have, I've noticed that because I, this is my first time. I mean, I turned 52 and this is the first time for me being alive during the pandemic. How are you so, you are one of the most beautiful people I've ever met. Amazingly. Oh, 52, so 52, 25, 75. I'm pretty sure I'm always just going to be like, okay, hello. <laughs> you. Hello. Well, you know, and thank you. Thank you for the compliment. I always tell people Ooh. it's two things. It's the fact that I'm half Filipino. Mm, yeah, yeah. Because those Filipinos live to be like three hundred, <laughs> and then I'm, and I'm quite the purist, as you know. I I don't drink yeah. or smoke, do drugs. I don't uh, smoke mm -hmm. cigarettes. I don't do. I don't even do prescription. Like the strongest stuff I do is ibuprofen. And yeah. since going vegan, that added to that. That was oh, the yeah, reason I decided to go vegan. Your body with I mean, lots of health stuff. Yeah. I love it because I knew I wasn't getting any younger, and I thought, what are the things I can control? And I can control what I put in my mouth and in my system. And so I'm like, well, I'm already controlling the other stuff. <laughs> and it wasn't, you know, I mean, let's, let's keep going. Yeah, let's just keep going. And I already kind of kicked out um, like milk for the most part. Dairy wasn't my thing anyways. And then I, mm. I mean, eggs was a big thing. I did have a personal trainer a couple of years back. And so eggs was part of the 12 things I was allowed to eat. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and chicken and fish, but you know, I don't miss it. And especially because mm. vegan food has come such a long way. I mean, yes, it has. the ones before us who had to eat cardboard and eat things that didn't taste good. <laughs> you know, when they first came out with that whole concept of you just literally eating your front lawn grass and whatnot. I mean, that was great. Right. But now they've become so innovative with using, you know, replacing, using like tofu and cauliflower to reminisce on like versions of pulled oh. pork and, and deep fried chicken. Like you think that's what it is, but it's not. It's, it's and it's so even for for some folks who have never been meat eaters, they luckily are just like, you know what? I really don't know what the big hype is all about. Um, I can put the same delicious uh, mix-ins on, and I, you know, I'm still a meat eater to be completely honest. I'm trying very hard to keep it nil, but when finances yeah. are tough, unfortunately, the cheap foods are a little cheaper I on know, my list. But right. if I could just eat pescatarian, except for I'm sorry, I just cannot. Imagine eating my good friends, the octopi. They are just too smart and wonderful. Um, so if I could eat any other fish items except for, you know, whales and dolphins and stuff. But then here I am going, only the cows and the chickens, not the cats and the dogs. So it's kind of the same when it comes down it's kind to of it. The but... same. And it's funny because Piscatarian, when someone first mentioned that to me, I swear I thought it was a religion. And then I realized I was confusing <laughs> it with Piscopalian. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and Presbyterian church. And I was like, oh, wait, no, 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 that's... Is that a religion? No, that's food. Yeah. Eating weight. Oh, uh, I don't know. I have. Ago. Yeah, I have a religion. <laughs> I have a religious experience when I eat certain types of seafood. So as far as I'm oh, concerned, it's a religion. You me. know, what I have to admit before. Lobster. Yeah, before I went vegan, I discovered that eating mussels really did increase my libido. Like, whoa! So I'm trying to. Think I almost. I almost always have oysters around. <laughs> Yeah. Well, not, and the thing not, is, that, oh, honestly, that's a horrible hint. But but, I love oysters. They're very good. <laughs> well, I, I should figure out what else I could eat that's similar. But to be honest, it's been mm -hmm. two years. Wait, how long has it been since I've had sex? 
Let's be honest. Three years. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Because I like my heart was broken three years ago, and then I went through all this stuff. You remember? Because my sister passed away. My aunt yes. passed away. My my friend mm-hmm. Olivia passed away. And so all you the same two went months. through so much, babe. Yeah. yeah. And then I moved like four times in two years. So there wasn't really room for it in my heart. And as a Leo, and there are other Leos that feel the same way, we don't mm. just jump in and out of relationships. We don't try people on like shoes. No. It matters to us. Like I've, I mean, not to say that I didn't go through my, my host stage because I did. Oh, no. But as far as <laughs> calling people, you know, you're, you're one and only, that's reserved. Mm. So yeah. And then I just, I just nothing. And so it's, and then the pandemic didn't help. So I'm like, I've been I realized, wondering about that. I'm yeah. not even trying to find the food because who, who would I practice that with? So. Yourself. You're your number one partner. Even yeah, I, but I, I have like, a partner. I don't but need I'm to go five one. hours with myself. Carly. The, oh, that's, that's very true. Uh, <laughs> I don't need that's to go a lot five of hours. <laughs> It's a lot of cramping. It's a lot of raw rubbing. We we do yeah, no ow. <laughs> yeah, this is a podcast for adults. For adults. <laughs> for grown-ups. Well, you know, I already knew when I was gonna have you on the show, Carly, that it was going to be like this. So there you go. It's it's kind of just like, the way things trail. <laughs> it is the way things yeah, for sure. You know, for sure. Um, you know, and then going back to what we were talking about with how I've learned as, and in fact, I was lift driving and then I stopped altogether. I had to kind of still do it because I was doing the rental program. So I did, a, I would yes. do it enough each week to pay for the rental. And then once I went ahead and financed a car again, and it's been a hundred years since I financed a car, I stopped <laughs> because, and these are the, and the two reasons I stopped were, um, seeing the videos and people talking about here in Sacramento, not knowing who was going to throw a fit about having to wear a mask. And yeah. then me having to get into a physical altercation, I wasn't wanting to see how that would go. Because sure, I could protect myself, but now I've just put myself in exposed danger with somebody. Yep. Absolutely. You know, yep. and Lyft will say, you know, we won't ding you if you end a ride. I'm like, great, but where are you when this person won't get out of my car or wants to shoot me or wants to uh, hit me over the head with something? Because yeah. this pandemic is really, people are panicking and freaking yeah. out because we've lived in a society based on things coming to us we have we lost our skills of survival we rely heavily on everything you know our electricity that comes to us um having a fridge to keep her i mean we don't you know you know i'm getting at so that was like one thing and two Mm -hmm. because of the rampant racism that hit the asian community because trump kept calling it the asian virus Mm-hmm. I mean, I was driving in San Francisco for the longest time because that's where the money was. And I would hear that from passengers who are Korean and Japanese oh. and not Chinese and yeah. telling their, the horrible stories of how they've been bullied, physically assaulted, verbally assaulted. And I thought Sacramento people, the people who are from here don't understand what diversity really is because it's not. I mean, it's a little bit more. here. We call it diverse San Francisco here. moved here. Yeah. But if you want to know the difference, drive Lyft in San Francisco and you're going to learn really quick how not diverse Sacramento is and the Mm -hmm. thought process. And I don't I mean, I've been called sir quite a few times, which I'm completely not offended by. Um, And not in San Francisco, (laughs) but here. (laughs) And, and you know, because, you know, until they heard me talk. Because I would have my hair cut and I would like they'd get in the car and just go here. And usually it was in the That's again, too. somebody assuming your gender period is rude. There's no reason to. No, it's to... not rude, Carly. Yeah. Well, oh, oh, sorry. Up. It's their, Ooh, I it's, their up, 
It's their upbringing. Understand mm, that if yes. alls they know are two sexes, if all mm. they're and, and if their family, if their circle of friends and their family and their coworkers, if they don't know anything but cis people, yeah, yeah, okay, so yeah, I no, become you're right. A learning moment, and they can decide on their own if they want to learn about it. And I'm not going to put them on the spot because we're in a car. You've taken a lift. It's a small space, yeah. and then oh yeah, we, it can either be awkward for seven to twenty minutes or it can be great. And typically, it's and it's always the dude, and it's usually in the evening. So it's like they're getting in to go to the bar, and they're like, "Hey, dude, what's up? Yo, bro!" And then uh, I start to talk. Yeah. And go, "Oh, I'm so sorry." I go, "No, no, no worries. Totally cool." Because my name doesn't look when you, it's just the first name, and when you say it, you don't really yeah. know either. And my photo, I look like I guess a really handsome dude, a pretty dude. I don't know. So it's <laughs> a learning thing. But that was before pandemic hit, and that was before the mm. shutdown. And mm. I honestly wasn't wanting to put myself in harm's way. As a queer person. I don't blame you at all. Mm-mm, yep. No. So I thought it's safer for me all the way around to just work from home. <laughs> and yeah. Not, and then now I've, now I've on the low key, like take friends to and from who we trust. We wear our masks who need yep. lift, but then they don't know about the lift. So then we, you know, we do the Venmo exchange and it's like a favor. Perfect. And that helps. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause it, and that helps. And I've also helped people out without taking the money too, because just we're in a hard time. But I tell you. You have figured, I have figured out quickly. Have you lost friends and family over the whole, from the pandemic to the Black Lives Matter movement to oh, yeah. um, the election coming up to the, con- you know, the controversies of the system that, because I lost quite a few people. Oh yeah. I, um, oh God, not even getting into, we won't even go into the numbers of it, but um, even beforehand, I was making a joke about, oh, you know, Facebook only allows you to have XYZ amount of friends. And I said, oh, well, that's not going to be a problem with how loud a lot of us are going <laughs> to be and how we're not going to tolerate what we used to. Um, I had one friend who thought because of their heritage, they were allowed to say the N-word. They had a pass <gasps> one time. And I went up his ass and around the corner constantly about it. And they just kind of decided they'd had enough of me correcting them, telling them that that was inappropriate. And that was just one of many. And I... I as far as I'm concerned, those aren't the people I want on my side. They're not really no. loving, wonderful folks. They don't belong in your circle if they can't love. If, if they're if they swear to God that they're pro life, but they're not Black Lives Matter, and they're not cool with getting people out of ICE detention centers, and they don't want to wear masks, and they don't want to help others out, they're not fucking pro life. They're not. They're joking to themselves, and that's the unfortunate conversation. Not unfortunate. I'm sorry. The uncomfortable conversation. The imperative conversation we've had to have with people. I want to thank you, by the way, for helping and correcting me there um, when I was saying oh, that. Oh, that it's, one. It's no, thank you for that. Um, I, I'm as a. I, I know very much. I'm a cis person, and while I'm a queer oh, person, I'm still very diverse with it, which is awesome. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I yes, think we, yes, well, yeah, you know, we, we see each other around. Yeah, I, I'm not always this done up or this femme whatsoever. But yeah, I, I hear that. you. You're just, you're very aware. You have, your circle of friends are very diverse. You know, I, and just, it's just knowing that I could tell that it wasn't, they weren't being offensive. They really didn't know. And yeah. to be honest, there have been a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say this. I had been pulled over, and then once the cop came up, realized I wasn't a dude. I was like, okay, in Folsom. Whoa! Oh, fuck because like Folsom. it was, it was probably like two years ago, and I, it, yeah. it, like I would wear my hat backwards. I would wear a hat if I didn't feel like doing my hair because it's Sacramento, and it was at night. It was <sighs> like the nights that yeah. I was doing the bar runs, 
And to be yeah, honest, yeah. It, it got me more tips from girls. You know, I played the part. I remember yeah. one time. I, mean, I remember one time I did a button-up shirt with a tie, like a chauffeur, and whoa! In fact, I can remember picking up. Um, it was like four yeah. girls. I know four young girls that couldn't have been older than like twenty-four, and I picked Aww. them up from the bar, and we were doing separate drops, and they were too mm-hmm. drunk to put in the extra stop, so they just like here, can you just? I'm literally just four blocks away, and like three girls took wads of cash and just threw it on my chest and we're like here we'll just pay you just if you could just because i just need to get home and i was like yeah and yes let's you know get you saying? four babies home yeah as a mom i'm like i'm totally gonna bring you home yeah like you're they not gonna drop you i don't the share that but i'm gonna look out i always look out for the females that's one of the main reasons i knew i was doing a service as a lyft driver yeah because queer and femme present too much with the yep. jerks yeah mm-hmm. i've had an occasional jerk as a driver but it was just you know i just knew that like if i wore the hat backwards and it was summer and i had the tank top but you know back when i had my muscles i would get the tips and but the thing was is the flip side is i got pulled over a couple of times wow I know. Just for looking what, a certain way. They won't say it because there was nothing oh. they could do me for. Like one of them, it was Folsom. The other one was, God, where was it? I want to say it was near the Rockland area. I was going to say so Rockland, would, El Dorado. <laughs> I know. I'm just, I was trying to remember where I was, but I get yeah. pulled over and then they come to walk up and, and then they look in and then they get the ID and my, my ID is my legal name, which is not my professional name. Mm-hmm. And then they're all, and then they try to cover it up by, asking some stupid questions that mean nothing of nothing and then just be careful out there yes officer thank you you know once i open my mouth you hear my voice yeah and now i'm not saying that how you and i know people but to someone like him this voice belongs to a woman Mm -hmm. because this could be a trans man who wants to talk like this right this could be a non-binary person he -hmm. won't know that the cop yeah but to him when he hears this it's a female but when he saw me when he pulled me over i looked like 14 year old boy <laughs> from he the thought, distance in the oh, dark young male yeah, probably so, causing some issues person of color let yeah me, let me you know and so and mm. but the thing is is that those are the only times i knew that it was the the, the profiling but when it came to passengers yeah. i realized they didn't know and some of them were actually pretty cool about it and you know and then it just we i made sure it wasn't awkward because i i'm trying to make a tip oh. here and trying to make money yeah. here yeah that's um, true but it's, it's, it's still work <laughs> Yeah, and see, you and I, we can be that lesson for some people. And I'll tell you what, it gave me a small inkling and made me understand why the black community is so tired of explaining. I can only imagine. fighting, you know? <laughs> because for me, I pass for a lot of things. I, I'm, I, I'm so aware that I survive in straight white privilege because I... Mm. You don't know with me. You, I'm pretty androgynous. You don't know, depending on how I dress. I'm not extreme. Yeah. And I'm talking for the people who don't know what to look for, right? Or don't know. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I pass in all ways. I mean, when I first came out, I looked like a kindergarten teacher. So I would get slack from, like, gays all the time about my beautiful long hair because they wish they had it. <laughs> because, you know, if they want to do the drag scene, I used to have really long hair, like Filipino thick long hair. And it was before I came into my own. So I still looked yeah. like a PTA mom. But, you know, I just dated women that were more femme. I just happened to look more femme, even though I wasn't comfortable in that. I just, that's the way I yep. thought I was supposed to look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So once I got into my uh, own, but it's still, I don't know. I know I'm just totally rambling on this subject right now. No, this makes tons of sense. I, uh, yeah. uh, I, I thought that 
makeup and nice hair, nice clothing and dresses were supposed to be for very femme girls. And when I started to realize that I was queer um, in my young teens, I was like, I don't really feel very comfortable dressing this way because this isn't who I am. This is also not what makes me comfortable. And I was very butch. I mean, I think every now and then I might pop on a little mascara because I'm so white that my hair is translucent when I had oh. hair. <laughs> yeah, this okay. was a wig, by the way, folks. Yeah. Um, and when I lost my hair, oh, I also beautiful felt... Wigs. Thank you so much. Yes. Most of these uh, come from local places. I would like to say that to support local, you should check out uh, King's Wigs. It's POC and queer owned um, off of San Juan. I think it was queer on the last time I checked, um, but wonderful folks to support. This is in the Thomas area. And then um, on, it's uh, uh, King's Wigs and Beauty Supply. Oh. There's a couple of King's Wigs in the area. This is the one in Natomas off of San Juan and I believe so that's a good one to check out. Um, Charisma okay. is also a POC on company that is on, um, and it's K apostrophe R Y S S M A. You can find them on Amazon. And so supporting those, supporting local, um, I mean, Amazon kind of makes it a little easier for us right now because we shouldn't be going out to enclosed spaces together too many times. Master not, we should just not do that. Uh, yeah. But I, 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 I want to give just, Jeff Bezos yeah. any more of my money, but I've been kind of crazy on Amazon myself. We have all talked about this, especially at Burley. We're like, we got addicted to receiving presents at the door. It made you feel good during a pandemic. Something was coming that wasn't bills or just a reminder that the world was ending. You were getting a present from yourself. Mm -hmm. It was wonderful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I loved it. I loved it. But getting back so to it, when we, were <laughs> when we were talking about, the, you know, how we were before we got comfortable, I, I just would wear bandanas, never rock wigs, never rock makeup, and wear baggy, what I would call masculine clothes. Um, but it was also the grunge era. It was the 90s. I was really into also looking as much like Eddie Vedder as I possibly could. For some reason, I was really into looking okay. like Eddie Vedder. And then I yeah. just realized, man, it's really cool. I can look however I want when I feel a certain way. And if people have a problem with that, I have yeah. a whole asshole they can eat with a spoon. I don't oh. want to succumb to anyone. I know. I'm sorry. That was very gross. No, I just the whole visual. So, okay. Then <laughs> why do you wear makeup now? Because I can. It's fun. And but do you I love it. to? Oh, I love it. But, but okay, I would say I love to do it maybe, maybe once a week, maybe twice a week. I don't feel beholden to makeup anymore. I don't feel like I owe it to people to put it on. Um, uh, the only thing I can say about this pandemic is, um, and this is a little kind of heavy, but at the beginning of it, I was suffering deeply from a depression and I was having a hard time talking to friends about it. And I made an attempt on my own life. I actually took oh. a large knife and stabbed myself in the oh. stomach intending to fall asleep and bleed out. And no luckily, yeah, I know it's, it's, and you're like that person really, but any person really. And, um, my partner luckily really caught what was going on and was like, you know what, this is what we're doing. We're going to the hospital. And I was there for a couple of days and I was able to finally talk to people about things that had happened in my youth that deeply, deeply, deeply affected me and how I didn't deal with certain sexual traumas and things like that as an adult. And going through all of that, the one thing that I think the pandemic while it has trapped others at home with their abusers, for some of us that could not get a break and could not get away from folks, I think for some of us, it did provide us some time to concentrate on self-love, on some healing. And for, for me, it was kind of almost a, an awakening. 
Like you are passionate about life. You are passionate about these things. You, you owe yourself and the world so much more. And that's one thing I was thinking, I was remembering to tell myself, I was like, if you're feeling like it, you should tell, you should tell everybody about this because there's nothing wrong with that. Um, so being able to communicate that and also impart that for others, if this is what you're going through, especially now, we have more online services and tech services than ever before. We have tons of phone, uh, you know, rather numbers to call. We have even local places, I should say that um, where I went, because this is National Suicide, I believe, Awareness Month and Prevention. It is. Um, Suicide Awareness is September, yes. Yep. And um, one of the things that has helped me so much was finding people just to chat with even over text if I couldn't get on the phone, because sometimes we get phone anxiety. Um, yeah. And uh, where I went, which was uh, UC Davis uh, mental health was wonderful. And it was very safe. This was right at the beginning of quarantine, um, at the beginning of the pandemic really being here in the States. And they were incredibly safe. They were really wonderful. And I really believe that your mental health is what's going to keep you going through this properly. So don't, whatever you need, do it. I support you fully for everyone listening. <laughs> See that? There you go. There it mm -hmm. is. Man, that was very brave of you to come out with that. But you know what? A lot of people are dealing with that. I think um, yep. that was one of the things when I mentioned earlier in this talk about how much this, this pandemic has really brought out very extreme sides to us. Uh, depression, yes. frustration, anger, violence, mm -hmm. sadness, you know, um, That whole thing that happened. How are you doing, love? Yeah. Oh, me, I'm great now. Okay, good. I mean, I'm just checking out on you too. No, I <laughs> just was. Sunday. Because, okay, so my daughter and I have, we do, I think I, if I mentioned, I moved back in with my daughter right when this all happened because mm. her, she, she was living with her stepsister and then the stepsister moved out and her father and I didn't want her by herself because we didn't know how long this was going to last. We didn't know if yes. martial law was going to be declared. Right. And we didn't want her alone. So I moved in with her and we've been living together ever since. I moved in here in, I think, March. Yeah. And so we've been doing our due diligence. But even, but once the smoke hit, we couldn't even go for our walks. We'll so we've just been inside. Mm. And let me tell you what I and Amy, during anxiety and depression yeah it's very yeah. hard agreed yep. Amy, 110 mm percent -hmm. and i tell you what i've got makeup on because i am pale like when i did my interview with april that was the first one i realized i you could see circles i was all pale because i'm not out in the sun and, and that's oh, my mom. i'm only <laughs> half filipino so thanks to my mom <sighs> so it's like i was like okay in the in my selfie light this stuff is bright so i thought all right I'm going to have to do the makeup, but it's yeah, fun. I'm not looking at the a... light area because it's, in yeah, my yeah. Eyes too I was like, I, I, it's an excuse to kind of get, do yourself up and feel like you're doing something important because I, yeah. mean, I literally wake up whenever I wake up. I go to bed whenever I go to bed. I don't have a set yep. schedule anymore. Me I mean, either. I have schedules now with, with doing this podcast, yes, which is great. Yeah. It's given me purpose again, but. You know, and, and so, and the reason I'm leading up to this is because, you know, there's many of us, you, me, my daughter, other people that I know doing our due diligence in the part that we're supposed to do with the social distancing, physical distancing, washing our hands, wearing the masks. And then there are people that don't. And it all comes, and this is where you realize not everyone is on the same page. And when oh, they justify, yeah. when they want to justify because their privileges are being revoked temporarily. 
That's really what it comes down to. No one's taking your church away forever. Well, what really Mm -hmm. upset me more about that, I think, than anything was that you and I in the music industry, we're not allowed to have concerts. No, we're not. And they We're not doing it. Yep. And they wanted it so hard. Because they had somebody with the drones and they were filming and they, it's completely edited like a professional video of what went down on yeah. Sunday. Yeah. And I thought, you jerk us horses. And now the, the news just came out that that whole... Um, the big biker road, festival? Yes. Yep. Yes. 290,000 mm-hmm. cases. 290,000. That's mm-hmm. over a half a million people affected because of selfishness. And I know you and I, we're preaching to the choir here, but I know it's going to happen here. And you know, Oh and then God, course, it will. Well, of course, you know, I post about it and then I have friends that don't understand why that's a problem. And I thought, how do you not understand? Yeah. Because there are people. And now this is the weird part. They'll either not believe that it matters to distance yourself or do masks or they just want to go well what about the protests and it's like we're not talking about that right now that's not being brought up everybody wants to to redirect you Mm -hmm. because they don't want to talk about something that they're passionate about and that happens to be religion or this isn't plus two like we we don't get we don't get to change the world from behind our computers unfortunately we can try with voting we still have to go out there and do this unfortunately i wish we could do this safer but we're gonna have to get out there and physically put our mail into a receptacle and like like protesting to to keep people alive to stop racist killings is completely different than going to a church service and watching someone play which is happening online they, my mom consistently attends church services online. I'm not a religious person. I'm agnostic. Um, but I more power to you for staying at home and safely yeah. praying and doing whatever you got to do online. But here's the There's thing. There's nothing wrong even with that. Yeah. If, even, and, I can, and I can even see their side, okay? I can see. Sure. Well, if, you, you know, all these people protesting. So my, my question back to that is, so you think because they did it, you should be equally irresponsible? Help if they're culpable, and also at protests, right? we are we're wearing masks. You you and I know, and I've shared this. I got. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I only share it on certain people's pages. Other than that, I, I can tell that I'm talking to a brick wall. But when I go, yeah. when you yeah. haven't been to any of them, which all the people who bitch about them haven't, here no. I know in Sacramento for a fact. Not only are the invites and they put in the information, this is what we're going to do with the masks and the physical distancing and we'll have sanitizer for you. We'll have masks if you don't have them. Also to protect our identities because Mm -hmm. all these people that are being sucked up into non-marked vehicles. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we have a little meeting prior to the march and everyone's told over the microphone, you have your masks. If you need a mask get one from us because not only is this going to save you from the COVID, it's going to protect your identity and mm-hmm. we all face forward. We don't touch one another. Yep. And we're not that close to each other. And yep. they've proven that most of us, for the majority of us, haven't gotten it from that because yep. we're not partying. I mean, that thing on that happened on Sunday, similar thing that happened on the Capitol steps in May was they were arguing over not being able to go to restaurants and going to hair salons. So they were posting up and were doing haircuts on the lawn. They had barbecues. They were lawn chairing it. They had the city put out porta potties. And how do I know? Because I was still driving Lyft. I remember driving by the Capitol because oh I was picking up a passenger and I saw a row of 12 porta potties. And then I thought, what are they? I, I thought maybe it was something important. It turned out it was just for 
they were given porta potties for their protest. Oh, they would never do it. We're not given. We're not given porta potties. No. And they had merch tents up selling MAGA merch. We don't have tent. So I real right. I just want to face them forever. And we'll and we'll nitpick it till the day we die. But this is the thing. Even if you're upset that we're doing that, if you truly believed that that was spreading COVID, you still wouldn't do your gathering. You're just using yeah. it to argue to justify your need to get together. And all they did was host a, what did I call it? The I don't care if I die of COVID for Jesus concert. Because in the videos, they're chanting and singing, I would gladly, my life, I would give up my life for the Lord. My life isn't as important as prayer or something. And I thought, you sound like a cult right now. Yeah, like dude, you, that is that is some Manson shit. Like, whoa. go back and check them out. They, they share them. I watched it and I heard it, and I thought, so are you all gonna lay down somewhere and then drink it and then meet your maker because you're like, you're inviting all of us to be, be selling Kool Aid during these. Well, things. you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. And and what makes me mad about it again is that because this is happening, we're we're not gonna be able to walk around and do the normal no. things until probably next year. Yep. And these are the same people that go to the same supermarkets and touch the same foods that we do. They're the same people who go get gas at places we do. They're going to go to places, argue about wearing their masks, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And another argument that I've seen, especially from the uh, mega, mega COVID churches folks are, well, the, the people are, they're only wearing masks at um, BLM so that they don't get identified. Yeah. One, sure. We, we don't, fuck the police like they're terrifying too um we don't want to get COVID-19 we believe and know that it's real we, we believe in science you can be religious and still believe in science and know that COVID will fucking kill you <laughs> because people that we have loved and appreciated in this world have died from it and you know it's just but uh, they'll tell you that the government conspiracy is not actually COVID that they're dying from I'm telling you they'll, they'll come back with something uh, every time oh yeah it gets uh, I've, I've seen it it gets it, gets it kind of gets to a point where I'm just like man the X-Files is just real. People are crazy. Because, you know, I remember I was still driving when it when it was hitting all the countries and it hit all the mm-hmm. states. And I remember saying to somebody, I said, so you think it's a conspiracy that they chose whoever is they to infect the entire world at the same time? What's the what's the end game? What's what? Are and and why is the U.S. not getting better while everybody else does a lot better? But then we they'll say that they're fudging up. the numbers, and they'll say they're fudging the numbers. I said, okay, we're fudging the numbers. How bad are we? Fudging we got rid of. Yeah, what we number would work FEMA. for you? We got rid of the Federal Emergency Management Agency. Oh, we, we didn't. Completely fucked up. Oh no, no, we didn't. As people, Trump our our did. dickhead in chief did like. What is it? Yeah. Just a really bloated Cheeto. Commander like and a, Thief. Commander. Oh, that's a good one. That's commander and Thief. Yeah. He, he, really and then he just recently threatened that. Yeah. He recently oh, threatened. The, I need to the research vaccine it one. I, yeah. He, he actually said. No, not that. Oh, another thing. <laughs> he had said because, um, this vaccine is coming and it's going to be close to that day if you know what i'm talking about and this is like yeah we're not making this up you can fucking google this you can watch this come out of the butthole that is on his face that's what he's saying but they believe yeah it's very all of his followers believe everything out of his mouth and nothing anyone else says girl even even the ones that i love and i will look up and 
fact check people I respect and appreciate because that's what you mm-hmm. should do. That's what you should do. I'm definitely learning to fact check more <laughs> than I did before. But I tell you what, and I haven't fact checked all of this, so I don't know how yeah. true this is. But supposedly, Trump had touted. I didn't. I went and what I do is I go right to his Twitter. I don't follow him, but I'll go to his Twitter to look for the tweet. Oh yeah, claimed. it's so it's right. He it's deleted right it. If it's true, he deleted it. But I, I'm, I, I didn't get a chance to really review if other people covered this. Twitter, Twitter has also been deleting his tweets too. Oh, that's true. They have, and yeah. he's mad about that. So yeah. apparently, supposedly, some schools were introducing the sixteen nineteen project, and he was supposedly threatening to pull funding if schools show that. I don't know if that's true though. Ooh. It does sound like something he would say. I'm gonna have to look that up. I don't know that it's true. Yeah, but like. So, like you eat here using our brains. Oh, let's let's research this. It it seems mm-hmm. like it's part of what he would do. It's part of his wheelhouse of how he acts. So we will yeah. look this up. Like responsible people, we're gonna go fact check, and we're not just mm-hmm. gonna go look to one source. We're gonna look to no. multiple sources because mm-hmm. that's how you sources. learn. That's the one thing I miss about driving for Lyft is that I I, I had a, a plethora of people that I could talk with and bounce things off of. Real. Yeah. That was mm. great because I tell you what. I, why do I keep starting things with a tell you what? So when I was <laughs> driving still, this was, I wanted, when did I learn this? And, and this is me taking verbatim whatever my passengers tell me is true. I'm now okay. driving only in Sacramento because Sacramento, oh, San Francisco had shut down like four days. They declared a state of emergency four days before all of California did. That's so right. I'm back in Sacramento now driving. And it's dead. It's like people aren't ordering rides. I get it. And I have this guy, and supposedly according to him, he thinks he had the COVID last year, December. A lot of people are saying this because they're saying that they had the worst mm-hmm. flu ever of their life. They had it for the longest time. Mm-hmm. They thought they were going to die. This yeah. guy claims. Now, this is the scary part. He was, he was, he came from a different state, Arizona, then went to New Mexico, then came to California. And I don't know at which time frame, because the ride wasn't that long, at which point he had it and then spread it. See, this is the other thing is we, because we weren't banning flights. Yeah. Interse- in the, the United States. Yeah. So he claimed that he got so sick, he had been um, like five times, he had had a hard time breathing. He slipped into a coma at one point, came back out, and then one time he almost died. And then the, the final time when they had him in there, he really thought he was dying. Um, he didn't know what was taking people so long to come to see him. Two guys came in a hazmat suit with some weird thing that they hooked him up to. And within an hour, he felt better. And within four hours, he went home. What? If I believe what he's telling me. Yeah, yeah. If That's I believe what he's idiot. telling me. What I was more focused on was the fact that he had traveled to three states. This is why this is important. When people, you know, when people talk about how the followers of him will say, well, he banned travel in China. I said, he didn't. He banned Chinese people from coming over. That's all he did. Yeah, he that's all. Because th- w- I'm a driver. I picked up a lot of people in San Francisco airport. People were not being screened. I would pick yep. them up. Were you screened? Yep. Nope, they didn't have anything set up. So he's allowing Americans to come back in. He's allowing mm-hmm. business people to come back in. He's just not mm-hmm. allowing Chinese people, right? Mm-hmm. So not only are people, Americans coming back, they're not getting screened. They're not getting quarantined. They're hopping to different countries. Remember, he only blocked certain countries, but he didn't block um, Australia or England. Nope. People can just hop there and come here. Predominantly white happened, countries. Yeah, what should have happened in America, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is they should have shut down state-to-state travel. They should have even shut down county-to-county without, or, or put, put checkpoints county-to-county. Yeah. County, 
with I know it sounds scary, but yeah, but this would have this would have been asked a way to where stop you're it. going and why because yeah. this is why it's so rampant in America because we just travel. I remember taking a guy to the airport to San Francisco and he goes, "My family's all worried. Why? Well, because he decided to go to Washington to go live with his girlfriend, and this was April. He decided mm-hmm. to go to Washington before we knew how, how crazy when, it was." Yeah, you're afraid everybody that I'm going to get it when I go to be there. The hot spot. Yep, yep. Well, yeah, yep. yeah. He goes, they're afraid I'm going to get it. I go, well, what if you have it now and you're bringing it there? And then he pauses because he didn't think of that. Nope. Everybody thinks it's just where they say uh-huh. it is. Yeah. It, 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 whatever it is, it's getting around pretty easy. Oh, yeah. And this really? was before. Easily. I mean, I know, and you would think people would know that now, but they still they still are believing it's a conspiracy theory. They're still believing it's just the flu. They they want they want to hold on to the idea that people share when they say they're lying about the numbers. Okay, but it doesn't yeah. mean it doesn't exist. Yeah, and and not only that, I don't know I don't know of any uh, time when we've actually seen factual data come out in real time. It's constantly adjusted. Just hold his uh, relationship. Hmm. Oh boy, I I do not doubt hmm. that that's what he said. I don't yeah. doubt it at all. I don't doubt you know, it at I'm, all. <laughs> and it, it just what I've what's come down to is just realizing people are going to do what they're going to do. They're, they they're t- some people are tired of being told what to do. And and my any kind of conversation I would have with people, I say what it comes down to is the only thing because we didn't know we're in the middle of science and figuring things out. Yeah, and this happens. Doctors are going to make mistakes. Things. I mean, they're, they're the smartest people in the room. They're still going to make mistakes because yeah, this is brand new. The only thing you and I can do is the wash our hands, stay away from people, cover our faces. It's the easiest thing. It's sad safe. and it sucks. It wasn't going to be forever. If we yeah. could have all done it like we were supposed to do it, but we didn't. And now we just keep starting over or it doesn't go away. And, yeah. you know, I would have guys, uh, one guy was like, yeah, you know, the hospital around my, my house, there's like nothing going on there. So that's a good thing then, right? That means yeah. your area. You should be happy about that. You should be happy about Thankful. that. Because he's trying to have an argument with me. I said, no, that's great. I go, it's one of two things, my theory. One of two things, either your city, because he was Carmichael, is great or yeah. they need it open in case they have to transport because other hospitals are getting overwhelmed. You have to think we're working. Or they're sending it directly here. to, yep, they're mm-hmm. sending folks with it. I don't think they're trying to have tons of COVID cases spread around at different hospitals. They might need certain hospitals for emergency, actual, like, you know, non-COVID yeah. related emergencies. So yeah. there, there's a lot of, I've, I've seen a lot of thought presses just I not know. make the connections. I know. A and B, A and B can't mm. make out today. We're not having. A but good whatever we don't know, <laughs> that's even to me more imperative that we need to really back off and just do the thing. Does it suck that and, and yeah. there are people that are having to earn money? I get that. And what that comes down to is, is our country wasn't prepared. Mm-hmm. Our country was prepared, and then Trump reversed it all. Those are facts. You are. That is. There's no denying because that. Bush, Obama. Right. They they put things together after I want to say it was after. Um, what was the one that hit? Um, 9-11 or, or oh, no, 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 uh, no H1N1. Yes. I want to Which say it was I after that one. Oh, I, I got I got that. Yeah, that it was, was either that or no fun. That. And so they were like, all right, we need to prepare for this. And then Trump was like, no, nah, we don't need it. OK, he's the one that pulled the people out of China last summer. Yeah. And okay. you have to remember that you've you've had. Both parties, both of the major parties agreeing mm-hmm. 
that FEMA is important, agreeing that we need federal emergency management. You want to tell you so what's scary? It's, what it's, I compare this to? Thing. And, mm-hmm. I, and I and I implore every and then we'll, after this and then we'll go back to talk about the shelter fest before we end this because we're oh, yeah. like an hour. Um, <laughs> yeah, I told you. I told we you were this would happen. <laughs> I know. I told you this would happen. If you get a chance on Netflix, uh, what mm-hmm. is it? There's a series on Netflix about science, and there's one episode that has to do with HIV and AIDS because the way Reagan handled the AIDS epidemic is a mirror. Like it was like Trump went by that book, yeah, and the way he's acting tragic. with COVID. And mm-hmm. I was alive, we already said my age, I was a teenager when AIDS became an epidemic outside of just, you know, when it came here, however it came here, they said it was a monkey from Africa, whatever, but it came to America. Yeah. And I remember how uh, discriminating people were against gay people, specifically men. And this is the 80s and the early they 90s. Would, they wouldn't be in the same bathroom. They would, they would be people No, they wouldn't death. sit on the same chair. Out of the the cups or the straws, they were getting beaten up, and Mm -hmm. and it was very akin to how people like black folks. Reagan called it Reagan called it the homosexual disease. Yep, virus. He also he also banned the WHO organization. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's 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 page by page out of the playbook. And they both happen to be Republican. I don't know if that matters. They just both happen to be Republican. Go back and watch that, and your jaw is going to drop. And imagine how that went, because that pandemic wasn't even as widespread as this one. And it was a little more controlled, because they Mm -hmm. finally, after two years, realized, okay, it is either sex or fluids or intravenous, because it is blood transfusions mm-hmm. or it's you know sexual liquids it isn't sneezing yep. but it took them two years to figure that out we're only and six months into this horrendous, yeah and horrendous suffrage went on because horrendous. of it and so many people died from it so this is the thing now you've got a virus that has no limitations we're learning no age little ones have died from it yep. older people have died from it extremely healthy people have gotten it so it, we have no it, idea what the long-term effects are going to be. We have we no don't idea. yet. And we won't know because we're learning it as we go. Mm-hmm. There is literally no playbook on this virus. Yep. So now we're witnessing what happens. You, you know those movies they show where people are locked in a room and little by little the ones that go crazy, the ones that keep their cool, the ones that help out each other, the one that takes each other out. We're learning that in the world right now. We're learning that yeah. in the United States. We're learning yeah. that in our neighborhood. We're learning that in our it circle of friends. We're nervous. learning that in our circle families. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I I, I yeah. kind of know who's going to eat me and who's not at this point. <laughs> kind of, you know, I'm I'm getting to where that I wasn't kidding. I started watching all the the kung fu movies again, and I was like, I need to brush up on on, you know, my skills. And I wasn't kidding. Like my the cat cat tree is a perfect uh, thing to use and practice my Filipino stick oh, yeah. because I might have to. Yeah, it might get to that. It's it's he's caused a race war. He has. Just very so, Maryland, or, or not Maryland, very Charles Manson. I know. I, I, I don't you know. like associating anything he said with anything being correct, but at this point, I'm just like, okay, let's, let's just prepare for anything. I mean, 2020 has just been really, here's this, fielding us these ground balls that are explosive. Yeah. It's like I, I, I'm, I've piled up. I've piled up on paper products. I want to pile up on water because we rely on somebody else to have running water. Yeah. What if that gets shut Ooh. off? What if that gets poisoned? 
what I mean, I don't mean like on purpose poison, but like of something happens and then COVID gets and in it. Like, so you know, yeah, we're not fear mongering here. We're really just talking about things that we you just what if about, what if the people you know? that are bottling the waters? It's like all the what ifs are possible without going into anxiety and fear. It's just the, yeah. the possibilities be, and what it makes to, you realize to be is how much we prepared. rely on everyone else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How much to become we rely more on self-reliant. Else yeah. And to, to not only that, but just to, to just I'm about to become aware Amish. of how to take care of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about, I'm about to just go. I, just wanna... I have a friend that lives out in the boonies. They call it the compound. We're about to like start our own all female compound. I said, I'm going to, I'm going to brush up. I'm going to learn how to fly a helicopter or maybe we can get a, a friend who's a pilot. Like, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I, I'm an amateur farrier. I've actually done farrier work for horses. So what's up? Oh, there yeah, it is. Amy says, be very prepared. Yep. Thank Absolutely. You, Amy. I mean, yep. Mm-hmm. So now, now that we're done talking about all this, the world is going <laughs> to end. Yeah. Let's get let's wrap this up with talking again about Shelter Fast. Yeah. Let's so the do tickets it. are online. They are right? online. They can get them because I have it all mm-hmm. on the ticker tape down there. Oh, yo, thank and, you. I was noticing that. Love it. Yeah. And so, so in other words, to, in order to see it, is that how that works, or is it like a sliding scale of a donation? Or um, so, in order to see it, we are doing this as a twenty dollars ticket sale. We've actually had. Um, different sliding scales for, uh, let's say vendors and sponsors and things like that. There are packages, um, different kind of packages you can purchase as like a sponsor or donor. Um, I believe, and, and by the way, any questions, any questions at all can be sent to, uh, shelterfest2020 at gmail.com. We're answering things there. We are still having a call to art by the way. Um, which I believe is through the rest of this month. I, I could be wrong, but if you're local and have art that has been especially done and created and based while you're sheltering or based upon sheltering in place, this would be a great way to submit it. Um, and we will get in touch with you there. But with all of the different acts that we have and with all of the amazing sponsors, the great food, the great drinks, um, we're promoting these as mocktails. Of course, we can take make into mocktails we would like to not make it an exclusively, you know, we, we would prefer to showcase this, um, showcase our products as zero proof and then encourage that folks who would like to drink can go ahead and add things. So um, we want you to know that, that this makes is sense. home-based. Yeah. And, you know, just so we'll know as it gets later in the night and different acts go on stage, we will uh, have a little uh, information up there, maybe a little thing that says, you know, maybe not be suitable material for your kiddos. So, you know, just let us know. But Missions, yep. You've got the Shelterfest 2020 at Gmail. And this is our amazing lineup. I'm really stoked about it. You guys, the comedians we have, the DJs, the poets. I almost wanted to call them wordsmiths instead, but you can. Yeah, wordsmiths, absolutely. This is so it's gonna be really incredible. And and just how we're gonna be talking about Sacramento and trying to bring our pride and love back for the city and just how we want to take good yes. care of it. And um, yeah, we, we really hope to see everyone there. And we actually encourage you to, if you're going to shelter in place with members that you trust from your germ pod, maybe that way you there guys, you especially if finances are a little tough, work together to get a ticket together, sit and enjoy mm-hmm. it together and maybe grab some food or make your own food. Now, let me ask you this. Um, for those mm-hmm. who probably aren't going to, let's say they're working and they're going to be out of town, but they want to contribute, is there, can is can they just like donate some money? Is there a website? Is there a Facebook page? Because I would recommend doing that if yeah, you haven't already done it. Um, so 
Mm -hmm. We um, so we have our our, our Facebook group page. Um, sorry, okay. not group page. Our event page um, and our online page. We will also have ways you can actually contact us through there. So if you have okay. questions, like if you want to donate or or even help, let's say get uh, get some shelter towards some unhome folks like tents or sleeping bags. That's a great go. reason to contact us. We're actually going to have a splash page that has links to be able to do something like this. So you will be able to help. So you're out of town. Um, I, I really wish I could answer this question for you right now, um, whether it could be something that they watch later or not. We're going to find out. Um, I will oh, ask. No, I'm sorry. Not watch later. <laughs> oh, I just meant if they gotcha. wanted to do donate money because they could Oh, just watch. to donate. Oh, that's yeah. that's also wonderful. Like folks who might just want to donate and help out. Yeah, please. Um, uh, right there on our page, um, even through just shelterfest2020 at gmail.com. That's a wonderful way to contact us with anything. Any questions you might have, we've, we've got your back. Nice. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. You know, I'm so glad Sacramento has come together to do this because... I remember the last time the city so got cool. together. The last time the city got together was when um, the the artists that got attacked because they were in skinny pants. You remember that? Yes. Yeah, that's right. And we had because, the, the I wear skinny jeans. No, this side. I got the tattoo. Mm -hmm. Yep. Got the tattoo. Um, raising money to help them because one of them was supposed to go on tour. That got canceled. Another one almost died. Mm -hmm. It was really, really bad. And Sacramento came together so quickly. And Sacramento so, was very so, good at coming together for for a good cause. In fact, even seeing with the with the protests and things, Sacramento has been doing beautifully. Oh my gosh! And then we'll end this. I know we're going on attention, but <laughs> I felt that. Can I just tell you? So, my involvement with the music scene in Sacramento was predominantly like the rock scene. Mm -hmm. um, I'll be honest, the white scene. And you know, because it was back in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, two thousand ten. Mm -hmm. And but that yeah. genre, I didn't. I, and I just became friends with, I worked at V103 Rock, so it just became my niche. Yeah. And then from working with the Women's International Music Network, I learned more about female artists and female in the industry and whatever, which was cool. And then when the, when the, um, the George Floyd murder happened and it went viral, I mean, because of the fact that we literally saw him murdered. That's really, and yeah. when people ask, why wasn't it a bigger deal any other and time? And he's not the only murder now that we've we, seen. Because we've watched it. We, we were forced in a way because of the way it was handled and the world was done. It, that became the tipping point. And I became active in going to the, because I had posted up some things and I was amazed and overwhelmed with joy and love and appreciation for the people that did come together, that that matters to. Because remember in the beginning of this conversation, I said how not as diverse yeah, Sacramento is because there's a lot of people in Sacramento. I don't remember what the population is. I think it's over a million now. Oh, yeah. yeah like oh, in the greater Sacramento, like all the 916. <laughs> and we can pull mm -hmm. the 530 area kids too. So, but thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people pulling in like that. Yeah. I was like, man, this is amazing. This feels good. It, I can feel people doing good. And it wasn't until after the fact when there were people that are. They, they come on and they're keyboard fighters and they want to say all the bad stuff. But I'm like, you weren't there. You don't know. Yeah. I've been there. I know. Yep. And then when Black Zebra production started showing in the beginning when they were yes. live, that was amazing to me because it was it was a gorilla dive in. None of it's edited. This is the real deal. And then, the, and then Facebook raw press, down. raw, unedited press. Oh, yep. my gosh. So, you know, it was it was quite it was quite the ad adventure in learning, you know, who you can trust, 
who yes. comes together when it matters and then mm-hmm. who you can't. You and know, we also that- have to say thank you to all the, the, the volunteer medics that have come out. Um, yes. And that's just even with this, thanks, big thanks to the volunteer firefighters. Um, another yes. big win for, for what's going on is uh, some of the, the nonviolent inmates um, that are 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 right now fighting fires and trying to keep our our state safe are going to be eligible to become full-time firefighters after so this is is so great isn't it there are steps forward that that are being taken it's not yet enough but we're still going in the right direction we're getting there Mm -hmm. well you know even though when people say that it isn't enough considering how short of a time that all this has happened a lot has happened quickly in my opinion because since the march has happened which was at the beginning of june end of may beginning of june right it's only been mm-hmm. four months. In four months' time, I've seen, okay, besides, like, obviously the statues coming down, but I've seen laws have been changing mm-hmm. to, to um, in fact, police departments have been put on watch, on notice. Certain things have been yes. pulled from departments. Yes. Um, like you said, firefighters. Things are happening where it was forced in because no one's fucking around anymore. You know, they yeah. can't, they can't yeah. hide it anymore. That's the other yeah. thing. They can't they're, they're, keep pretending this they isn't can't happening. Hide the, the, mm-hmm. and when I say the police department, it's the it's the it's the crooked ones. Mm-hmm. And when people want to, because I know there's well, the yeah, left it's, matter, whatever. You know, well, you can take your blue uniform <laughs> off at the end of the day. You cannot right. strip yourself. But okay, color. but not even yeah. that. It's like it should be a good thing. And I know people that are officers and in corrections. I know people that at first get into it, and that whole that that desire to want to help others and be that that help I get that Mm -hmm. but this is the thing when you're silent about those in your unit in your department that you're not blasting or the ones that do blast and then they get fired or they get threatened or worse the, Mm -hmm. the analogy that I use is and you've heard this it's the bowl of skittles I can give you a bowl yeah there's 500 skittles in the bowl and I'm gonna tell you right now a dozen of those are deadly poison are you still going to put bowl? your hand in the bowl? Hell no. You're no only as strong way. as your weakest link. You're only yeah. as strong as your weakest link. And if you're anything other than straight and white, it's a crapshoot whenever the cops come to you. Absolutely. Ab- not, that they're, not that they're not attacking people who are white, because they do. But I already of explained course. to you my two situations where I was pulled over because it was assumed I was something that I wasn't. Mm-hmm. That I was and a non-white male, they thought. Th- <laughs> to to, so, yeah, but to also get behind your point as well, um, ways for folks to be good allies are to let our black and our queer and our by POC leaders be the voice and to just support. Yeah. That's the best way to be an ally, um, which is a good way also if you want to help out here in Sacramento with tons of other things, um, yeah. with the homeless community, with even what we're doing with Shelterfest, or yes. if like like there's water stations out right now where you can um, drive around and find, because of the hotter days, days where people don't have access to water, there's so many wonderful things that we can do just by looking it up or asking one another and just you know, trying to be good. And I think that's kind of the whole, like, come through to where how we kind of started talking about how are we all doing during this pandemic? What are things that we yeah. can do to be better and feel better? And I, I can't see how it would affect us in any other way other than to make our hearts better to try to help our, our fellow people, you know? Absolutely. In fact, and, and ending on that note, that was that was the challenge I put out to the religious folk who are fighting for the right to go to church. 
Mm-hmm. And because LJ did a really compelling live video two days ago that she Ooh. always has such a good way of yeah. sharing exactly how we feel, but she'll say it in a manner that everybody will actually listen. Mm. And she even, she called it a spiritual masturbation is what she referred to that, that concert. Cool. Now this oh, is the thing. So no, the I, like the, I, I like the phrase. <laughs> yeah. So the challenge I would put out when I saw people posting how they have their right to, you know, assemble in church, I said, okay, but... Mm-hmm. I said, I'm not religious. I don't claim God. I personally don't believe God exists. I think it's a construct. Mm-hmm. However, I do respect people who have faith. And I do yeah. respect that people have their upbringing. So this is the challenge. It's like everyone has a confusing story as to what it all means. I've heard mm-hmm. enough people on the different sides of whatever with their religions and their upbringing and their background. But the thing that I've gathered from it is that I don't think God is giving you the message to gather in in a group that you're not supposed to just to praise him with a concert i think what you're supposed to be doing is helping out those who cannot help themselves i think the meaning behind faith is being of service to others when you have the means to do it it isn't about being selfish with it yeah you know just because you physically can't go to church and pray that's a selfish thing for you if you have an ability to help someone who's immune compromised if you have an ability to help someone who's disabled and they can't get food and bring it to them they need to to travel to go maybe to get a test done or, or whatever it is maybe that's what you're supposed to be doing and that's more of god's message than throwing middle fingers in the air saying we're just going to gather without masks and have concerts yeah. But yeah. then again, I'm not religious, so maybe I've got it all wrong. No. <laughs> right? I, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure taking good care of each other, making yeah. sure that we're not getting each other sick, keeping each other from injury and harm and and trying to be better for our world and for our animals and yeah. for our own yep. mankind. I'd like to just if call Jesus it, can die, if Jesus can folks. die for everybody's sins, surely you and I can sacrifice a little bit of the privilege of getting out yeah. going places and helping two or three other people, even if it's just online and donating money, like you said, or going yeah. around and helping with shelters or whatever it is, helping the animals yeah. that are scattered because of all the fires, like whatever it is. Yes. Big There's increases. There's so much there. happening that we all could be doing. Mm-hmm. But I think also too, is that people are just panicked because they're not used to, they don't know how to take care of themselves during an emergency. Yeah. That's what this is yeah. happening. I wish, Anyways. I wish we had better resources. <laughs> So on that note, I appreciate you because this is an hour and 15. I do appreciate Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, don't be. This has been great. I mean, we had to start over. I don't know why yeah. the quality of the video was crap, but it was absolutely wonderful, Carly Duhane, for being on here and talking about Shelterfest yeah, 2020.com. So, so that's the numbers. Us. Yes. Yes. Shelterfest2020.com. It's going to be so lovely. 10th, October 5 to 10 10th? p.m. Pacific Standard that's Time. right. If you cannot pay the 20 to see it and you want to donate five or 10 or $1, you can go there and still do it because it's going to help Let's, Yeah, the venues. It's and going again, to help safe maybe, space. Maybe you and your pod or, or some other folks can, can arrange kind of a viewing or something. I think we're going to find ways to, to make this great for everyone. Absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you, love. I miss fans. you so much. So I miss you, you too. Can't wait to hug. I know, right? (laughs) Can't wait till we can actually hug. So, uh, like I end every bit, just remember every day that you wake up, you, me, everybody out there, we determine how our day will go. So, let Mm. us all manifest to be our best. I'm not saying turn the other cheek, but I'm saying be your best and be of service to one another. 
Mm. This is Mickey Angeline sending off. The Bad Filipino. Have a good night.